This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. This is your host, Super Vegan Brian, and I'm joined by Kersey Smurferka. Hola. And David Theobald III. Hi, everybody. Otherwise known as... I was waiting for it. I was sitting here going, is he going to or is he just going to move on? Is he going to or is he just going to move on? Ironic nickname. (laughs) (sighs) Um, I'm going to jump right into my introduction because I have to describe this for everybody because some patrons are going to be watching this on video going, what the hell, what the hell, what the hell, because I didn't post it on social media. Um, I was hiking... Brian smacked himself in the face. Yes, yes. I was hiking and I walked into a stabby branch and I have a bit of a black eye and a little scab under my eye. I'm For the patrons, I'm going to take the camera and hold it up close so you can see. It's not really gross. It's just, it looks like I'm hurt. Um, <laughs> there is white stuff on the cut and that is glue. So, yeah. And as I've been telling you, Brian, the correct answer to what happened to your face is bar fight. Yeah. The answer is always bar fight. Tavern brawl. Tavern brawl. I really would not like to get punched right there. I'm, I mean, it sucked to get hit with a wooden stick Well, no, 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 that, that's, that's where the ring he had caught you. <laughs> it, I mean, I think it was worse than a fight. I, I'm okay with saying with what it was. Um, the person I was following was just a little bit shorter than me, just a little bit shorter than me. And I, I should have been watching where I was going rather than watching them. <laughs> and I followed them without looking and walked right into the branch that they missed. Right. The so, important, the important question, Brian. Did you learn a lesson? Don't follow the person in front of you. Look where you're going. Good man. All right. Yeah. All right. As long as you learn the lesson, that's the important part. Um, my. So what you're saying is, in this case, being short was a benefit. Yes. 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 If he was more Smurf-like, he would not have injured himself. Yes. Yes. This is, you can rub it in that I'm tall as much <laughs> as you want. Because I'm sure I'm sure there are plenty of things you have not smacked your head on because you're tall because you're not tall. Mm-hmm. But I know from experience that there are things you have smacked your head on because you're short. So that is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, I believe that the way this will heal is I'll have a little red dot under my eye for a while. I, I think that well, if you're re- if you're really lucky, least- it'll be a big sexy scar. 
I don't know how a scar could be sexy shaped like a diamond right under my eye. It there, it's not going to be like a big long line. I think sexy. Start scars telling are everyone your nickname water. is. Start telling everyone your nickname is Blofeld. <laughs> it does look like that, doesn't it? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it, at least at least your black eye came from a branch and not a toddler. So. So. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I, I'm going to tell the story real quick. So um, after it happened, my friend was really panicky and I was like, oh, it hurts, but I can close my other eye and I'm not seeing spots and I can not see, I can see fine and I'm not dizzy. Um, doesn't seem to be bleeding really bad, so I'm okay. And after <laughs> we got back, I had stopped and gotten a Band-Aid on the way home. And after we got back, I had we were going to go to the movies and I told him, I think I'm not going to because. I want to I want to clean it and keep an eye on it just in case uh, I need to go to urgent care. <laughs> and he goes, um, I did not mean that. Yes, that was you did. totally unintended. Own uh, up to them, goddammit. Uh, and he goes, oh my god, I should have made sure you went to urgent care. And I'm like, no, it's fine. He's like, you're one of the most stoic people I've ever met. And I'm like, no, I just hurt myself a lot. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Really true. Yeah, there is something to be said for that. When I got stabbed in the leg, I was absolutely <laughs> dead calm while everybody was running around me like chickens. Yeah. Um, the only, I, but I, I am the one who panics when other people get hurt. I don't tend to stay calm when other people get hurt. But if it's me, I'm usually fine. Yeah, I usually assess the pain threshold. Like uh, when I, okay, so Rowan has given me a black eye. She gave me a concussion. That one I had to call my husband for and ask him to come home from work because she rung my bell so hard I couldn't lift my head up from the pillow and I had tinnitus and like I ended up having to go uh, to the ER where they said, yeah, you have a concussion. Yeah, it sounds like the night that a uh, Samoan guy rearranged my face and I was a security guard. Broken nose, ruptured eardrum, I spent the night in the ER. Yeah. Holy that shit. Was a full, I'm not going to let that drop. A full grown, full grown man, not a not a two and a half year old. Fair enough. What? So <laughs> how? Why did it? Why did a dude hit you regardless of ethnicity? Oh, man. All right. I'm going to tell the story. I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen. So I don't know who he is, but uh, I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen. Anyways, uh, I was a security guard for a company I'm not going to name. Uh, in the city of Long Beach, working at uh, the Aquarium of the Pacific parking structure, which used to have a nightclub right next to it called V2O. And uh, this club got very rowdy some nights. And uh, it was about 1.15 or so in the morning. And I'm up on the second floor of the parking structure, just standing guard by the elevators, you know, waving the flag. And uh, this uh, Samoan guy and his two cousins, I guess they were, I don't know, uh, were booted out, were kicked out of the nightclub and were angry and walking through the parking structure. And uh, I just turned my back to ignore them, to uh, let them get on their merry. And the one of them stopped and uh, punched a uh, fire hose box. You know, the, the metal boxes that have fire hoses in them? Yeah. Well, he punched the lid so bad it broke the lid off. Mm-hmm. So again, I wasn't going to get in the way. I was just standing there. I wasn't even looking at him. I went back to him and uh, I hear him walk away and I hear the two car door slams and a car start. So I walk over to the box and key my microphone. I hear a car door slam. I turn around and his fist is like right here. <laughs> 
Oh. So wouldn't uh, he just pop you and run? No. I honestly have no memory of it, but uh, from the camera footage I've seen, uh, he punched me twice and then kicked me two or three times when I was on the ground. Oh. Gosh. And then ran off as my backup arrived. And then quickly behind them were Long Beach PD who caught them about two blocks away. Oh, what a. Oh, no. It a... is, oh, no. No, this gets better. Oh, gosh. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I ended up having to go to the ER. Uh, before I go to the ER, though, we do a uh, we do a roadside uh, identification uh, lineup. So they get all three of them out of the car, and they're shining all the lights from this. I'm in the back of a cruiser with two officers, and they're shining all the lights on these guys standing in the street. And they ask me to identify which one it was, and I point right at the guy, and I had him ID down to the color socks he was wearing. So uh, fast forward 11 months when it finally goes to trial, um, they let him off because he knocked my glasses off and they were able to call, ca uh, cause doubt on my identification. Wow. Yep. That's the story of when I got beat up working for the city. <laughs> That's a good lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, the guy had a good lawyer. That's basically what that came down to. Apparently. Whoa. Your dexterity stat was not very high in that no. specific situation. No. And we're going to be talking about how we would stat ourselves in role-playing games today. I mean, that's a really good, uh, a really good way of putting that. Yeah. I'm, I'm... <laughs> um, so, um, but first. But first, we're going to play everybody's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where everybody talks about the nerdiest thing they've done in the last few weeks, and we vote using the Paddington Mike Myler widget system. That was fantastic. That was the best one yet. I, she's going to change it up in episode 200. She's going to be like... <laughs> You know, we are rapidly closing in on that. December. It's the I last know. the last episode of the year if we don't skip any. So it begs the question. I mean, we can talk about it later, but we are, what, what are we doing for it? I don't know. I, I yeah, we you know, we keep on saying we're going to talk about that during the Patreon. And we never do. Let's, let's <laughs> well, okay. actually do that, do that this time. Today. Yeah. Well, already. So, so let's see. Bonus episode. I, I got my notepad. Okay. Bonus episode. And then we got um 200th episode. All right. So so can, it is written, so can, it shall be. You can go in to see that at NerdPod... At, oh, I did it again. <laughs> at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. We do a little bonus episode after every episode. And in this one, we're going to talk about what we're going to do in the 200th episode. You are the worst at that. I don't know why. I, you know... Maybe we need to get that web page made. I, the only reason I haven't moved forward on it because it's like, what, what would the point be? Can you see Rowan? Can you see Rowan? Yeah, yes. over my shoulder. Yes, peeking out, like going, Mom, I want to be a part of the podcast. <laughs> podcast. It's it it. I I just figured it was one of the spirits that haunts that cabin. No, no, that's just a, a old dead guy. Well, it is um, a it is a cabin in the woods <laughs> next to a lake. So for for those who are not watching on video, Erica is at a cabin. Yeah, she's on location very, doing a location a chair. She's on location doing location scouting for the horror movie we're going to shoot. And she's got some real dramatic lighting on her. I want to mm -hmm. let you know that that lighting makes you look like you have a Hitler mustache. A little bit, oh, but yeah. also, also, I keep seeing there's a thing on the wing, some <laughs> sort of creature. <laughs> Yeah, that's my little creature. <laughs> so, you um, like the, the flickering candle in the window? It's good. It adds to the ambiance. It, it's nice lighting. I like it. 
Um, I, I believe David actually goes first. Oh, shit. All right. Well, um, besides being very close to the epicenter of the two earthquakes we've had in like the last three days. I didn't uh, even know there was an earthquake. Yeah, there's been a couple of them. There was a 4.9, like a mile from my house. Jeez. And yesterday, or yesterday, there was another 2.9 that just was one real good jolt. Point nines don't count. It has to. Uh, be it is what it is when it happens, like right under your house. Four point something is a big deal. Yeah, the four point nine was nuts. It was. It lasted a good ten or fifteen seconds. Like I almost got up. How'd that shelf do? That was fine. No issues. Cool. Yeah, that's a robust yeah, I shelf. I still have trouble hanging stuff on my walls. Well, my grandpa put Even them up, I'm so I'm pretty where... sure they're bombproof. Quite frankly, <laughs> when I lived in California, I missed every major earthquake. I was. You always... are very. Very lucky. I was always in New York. You weren't even there for the one in like 93? No, North, I was in North New Ridge. York. I was no. in New York for Northridge. Mom was in California, but I was in New York. Damn. Oh, yeah. man, that one scared the shit out of me. All the big ones would hit during the summer, and when I was a teenager, I was always visiting my dad. Mm. Fair. Fun. So, what, uh, so, earthquake. Yeah, and then uh, the other nerdy thing I've done. God, um... Ooh, excuse me. I've started getting together with some other vaccinated friends of mine. To, we've been going out to some of the local breweries that are having outdoor tasting rooms. That can be very nerdy. And then after that, we're going back to someone's house and playing a board game or two. What's so, the best beer you've had in your little brewery? Oh, we went to Monkish. We went to Monkish Brewery last week, and they had an Imperial Stout that was just liquid fudge. It was amazing. It was more chocolatey than coffee. It had a very deep chocolatey aftertaste to it there was a coffee hit at the at the front but then the back end of it was all chocolatey and fun and velvet it was oh it was so good it didn't have any of that fermented bacon grease taste that some stats have no it did that's not good. that's why i can't then, drink uh, we went to it a, tastes like fermented bacon grease uh, <laughs> yeah well whenever we go to one of these we've been to three or four of them now i always walk up to the bar area and go look i'm a stout man give me the darkest beer you've got <laughs> <laughs> and they always go, okay. <laughs> hey, I like, um, I really like sour beers. Sour so they, beers are my jam. Sour beers can be good. I'm not a big fan of the sour flavor. It reminds me too much of vinegar, and I really don't like vinegar. That's fair. I like vinegar and vinaigrettes. And I like reds. Mm. I like reds. I, I love reds. Yeah. Reds are good, too. Uh, I, I have a friend of mine who is an IPA drinker, and I can't stand it. It's like you bring a yeah, six pack of that to my house, it'll be waiting here for you. There's, uh, there's, I a drink it. Free, there's a gluten free brewery in Belgium that does it's called Greens, and they do this one. It's called Dubla Dark, and it's a dark mm. red. It's like black oh, until you good. shine light through it. Nice. Nice. That sounds good. You know yeah. which ones I can't stand? I cannot stand um, what I lovingly call piss water beer. Yeah. Pilsners. Like, I don't and, get I don't, I don't no, get it's, it's like the it. domestic swills that people drink. You know, I got a gluten free ultralight the other day and it wasn't bad. It was You realize water, that the entire point of beer is that it is fermented grain. Well the So getting a grain free like version just seems counterproductive to me. David, I would like yeah, to like, let you know that there are grains that don't have gluten in them. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. A lot of beers um, are made with um, sorghum or Milo if you live in the Midwest. Erica, you've been trying to talk for a little while. I was going trying to let her. Please go ahead. I was just going to say the lightest beer that I like is Rolling Rock. Ooh, I like Rolling really? Rock. Really? I've never had it. I'm not a fan. It's a little too hoppy for me. 
I like rolling around. I don't mind hoppy. Some hoppy beers I don't like, some I do. Uh, if I have to drink a light, I'll drink a Hefeweizen. I really like that. That sucks that I can't have it anymore. I haven't, over, I haven't mm. been able to find any gluten-free beers that are like that, just because most of those grains are like wheat. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. called wheat beer, so yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's a, there's a beer called Omission that's a wheat beer, mm. and it, they remove the gluten. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, some people say they have a reaction to it. Fortunately, I never have. There you go. Um, there's a Spanish beer, but I can't think of the name of it, but it's another gluten-removed one. There's a few. There's a few. Hmm. Interesting. I I like your beer one. I'm 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 really curious how Erica's gonna follow up. Yeah. What's nerdy with you, Erica? Um honestly the nerdiest thing I've been doing is learning my new job. And one of the really cool things that I get to do in my new job, because I'm doing marketing now, Ooh. is um, I get to pitch ideas. So I've pitched a bunch of ideas that my boss really likes, one of which is um, my company actually sponsoring uh, YouTubers. Nice. Um, so I get to do a bunch of research. On, well, not just YouTubers, YouTubers, TikTokers. Um, we're completely out of the influencer social media space right now from a marketing perspective. So I have been nerding out real, real hard on looking at data and stats and market trends and uh, researching how our company can fit into these spaces to uh, drive the needle on it. And uh, so far, I am doing really well, I guess. I don't think I'm doing as well as I should like in in my opinion you know but i'm always my worst critic but my boss the other day said i just want to tell you because I, I was just going through all the things i was thinking and what i was working on and what i was problem solving and he was like i just want to tell you i'm i'm listening to you but the only thing i can think right now is how incredibly happy i am that i hired you <laughs> and i was like that's not a bad yeah. thing to hear it, no it's absolutely not a bad thing to hear and he's he's really awesome boss so uh he gives me free reign to uh, come up with creative ideas and run with it. So my biggest thing right now is um, like I'm vaguely familiar with how YouTube and TikTok sponsorships work and, and stuff like that. But right now I get to uh, do some more research, figure out who we want to have a sponsorship with and negotiate contracts. And nice. I can certainly negotiate. So I'm very excited. Ooh. That's my nerdy thing. Very learning cool. my new job. Learning a whole new skill set, in my opinion. Very cool. So, All right, Brian, Brian that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough to top. Um, okay. So my um, there's an Ethiopian restaurant out here. I'll, I'll go ahead and plug it. Try me Ethiopian. It's good. It's in Gresham, Oregon. It's good Ethiopian food. Um, the best perk of it is it's five minutes from me, so we go there a lot. Um, but the owner of Try Me Ethiopian asked me if I could help him with his social media. So I'd been meaning to get with him to do that. The other day I called him and he said, we can talk about it if I'm not too busy. We'll have, maybe we'll have to do it another time, but okay. So I went in and when I went in, his card reader for his credit card stuff, his Clover reader had died. Oh no. And he's on the phone with tech support. And his reaction when he sees me is, hold on one second, my friend is going to talk to you and help me. And he just hands me the phone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how you know someone respects your skills. <laughs> 
<laughs> I talked to tech support. It wasn't hard. I I know how to do that. And they they're getting a new card reader because we couldn't fix it. Nice. Very cool. Nice. So you did your job while not at your job. Yeah, you know, that's a common thing. And I didn't ask for free food. I really think I should have <laughs> I mean, not like I still would like to have paid for my meal, but maybe an extra injara, <laughs> you know, maybe some bonus sauce or something. I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. Um, All right, David. They give me free coffee sometimes, so. All right. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, Brian, that wasn't as cool as uh, Erica. So, Erica, I give you all four of my widgets. All right. Ooh, yay. Erica, what about you? Um, I really enjoyed our discussion on beer, but also doing something nice for somebody in your Brian Luck way that you do. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you both two. All right, thank you. And I am going to give two to David and two to Erica, which makes Erica win with six. Yay! Hopefully Yay! they can find. Hopefully they can find you at your strange wrong uh, wrong house on the cul-de-sac cabin in the metropolitan woods you know, area <laughs> i think i know what eric is doing right now she's cosplaying mother abigail and she's waiting for she's going to square off against randall flag no but mother abigail never squares off against randall flag oh, that's well funny. she dies before then doesn't she like oh, descend on the nuclear bomb and make it explode like she no? she comes down as the hand of god and make the nuclear make the bomb explode. I don't think that was her, but okay. It's been a while. I mean, I know the the 90s miniseries. I've never actually read the book. Um yeah. I will I will tell you something that I I nerded out on my friend because I met a new friend and um they're from Chicago and I asked a whole bunch of questions about stuff from the Dresden Files because I I I I was like I have a friend from Chicago. Have you ever seen Sue? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you know what's funny about that is uh a month ago I think it was now um Rachel was like, hey, I'm going to bring William. We're going to come visit for a long weekend. And I said, great. And then she put more thought into it. And she goes, I really can't do the 12 hour drive in one day. She goes, so I'm going to stop in Chicago. And then she calls me back and she goes, actually, what do you think about this plan? What about you also drive to Chicago and then we'll meet up and we'll go to the big aquarium that they have there and we'll take the kids. And I said, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. And um, so we did that. Uh, and while we were in Chicago, uh, we got to see the bean um, and uh, we got our picture taken in front of it. And Amelia was super stoked. So was Rachel that we were so close to it because our hotel was on the gold coast so it wasn't very far from it at all Ooh. um and <laughs> and we were like we were like walking we're like oh my god it's from the dresden files we have to go there and we got like pictures taken in front of it and everything like that and then we found out the aquarium is right next door to the history museum where the t-rex is oh nice yes but we didn't the kids were too tired we didn't need to go in oh. so amelia made a uh she was like super good she was super excited about seeing all the things that you know is pointed out in the dress files and stuff like that 
And um, so Rachel, Amelia, and I are all going to go back for our girls' weekend and do a Dresden Files tour of the nice. city. Nice. So we're very excited about that. So I have a topic today, and we need to yes. talk about how we're going to do this because I have a suggestion. Um, so we all like tabletop role-playing games, and we all like to make characters in tabletop role-playing games. And mm-hmm. one very common topic for people who do this is to create characters that use them as an inspiration and stat themselves. Um, instead of just using the rules from one of these games to like figure out what our strength decent is and Aww. stuff like that, which I think is fine, but maybe not as interesting. I would think if you were you fine. and you were in one of these worlds, <laughs> what character would you be and what kind of build would you have if throw, you were you? Throw away the work I did. Okay. And you can't be an NPC. You have to be like a heroic player character. You can't be a background <sighs> character. So do you all like this concept or do you want to do the vanilla? Let's just figure out what our stats are. I already threw I away the stats I'd written down. So. I think we can combine both. I, I, I mean, I think we definitely can mention what we think our stats are. Oh, I have to go pick up what I threw across the room. <laughs> Thanks, asshole. <laughs> no one said to throw out the piece of paper. I was asking if you thought it was a good idea and you ripped up the piece of paper. <laughs> I think he's done now. That was just for the uh, that was just for the patrons. All right. <laughs> 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 I'm going to give the, the, the audio commentary. David the Earthbald III has just flipped many birds off at the camera, directed at Brian specifically. Yes. I think I counted yes. eight because he kept like doing like. Yeah, this. something like that. Just something <laughs> like I that. I think it was like eight. Yeah, I stand by it. The drinking game for this episode is every time you see a middle finger, drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I've just been handed a piece of paper from legal. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> I would be in. You know what? Be fun for us though is for one of for us all to like listen to one of our episodes together drinking, and every time somebody oh says "fuck," God. you have to drink. That would be fun. I mean, someone might die. That would be fun. You know what would be even more fun is you do it. You pick a person and you do it every time they say it. <laughs> oh, Nobody fuck. would pick Erica. Yes, I may curse a lot, but I've been on public radio. You're not allowed to curse there. I did fine. <laughs> hey, I'm not allowed to curse at work. I do a fairly good job. I've only told two VP curse words that I can think of right now. I'm Just very, two. I'm very Out of good the three at not I've cursing. Had. I'm very I'm good not. at not I'm real, cursing. I'm really, I'm really, really not. In fact, I have to actually VP- try to turn it off. It takes effort, but I can turn it off. <laughs> Yeah, mine takes heroic fucking effort. So the ability ability to suppress a curse sounds like either some kind of charisma (sighs) or wisdom. So no, it's definitely it's definitely charisma. So you're saying Erica has a low charisma? No, I do not have a low charisma. She didn't put as many points. Successful. She didn't put as many points into. 
into bluff. <laughs> nope. No, no, I call bullshit true. on that. You no. don't really lie. You're kind of honest. In real life, you've never seen me do my job. True. Fair enough. Very different. <laughs> Remember when we had that whole conversation about reading people and being able to react to them, like that being a, a skill set? There's a lot of charisma and a lot of bluffing that goes into that. You know how many times I had to pretend to understand more about sports than I actually did by smiling uh, and nodding and adding questions? Yeah, there's a lot of bluffing. So I disagree with you both. I'm going to say quite a few. Ooh, I, that, I doesn't, that, let, doesn't, that doesn't work. I want there to let goes. everybody know that if you hear creaking, it's because I'm th- sympathetically rocking to Erica. No. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not muting my mic when I do it. I'm saying, saying if you hear anything weird on my end, I'm actually playing with my mic, trying to set something up. So, well, that's not <laughs> where I thought me. that was going. Forgive me. Um. So let's. All right, Erica. I'm gonna yeah. pick up D and D fifth edition. The setting is Waterdeep. Um, the city of Waterdeep. Um, what's uh-huh. your character? How do you build yourself? Um, well, the first thing I would think of is that I love to sing. If there was something that I could do that I love that would actually bring me income, it would be singing. So you're taking so a I level. Would... So your first level would be bard. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then, um, and the the big thing is, um, the mind flares attack the city. <laughs> well i'm not sure how that would uh play out but no don't change it don't change what hold on hold on guys hold on one second no seriously if she can figure out how to mute she will yeah right there she's muted um all right we're waiting for i if you were gonna actually okay so erica has a leveling bar do you buy that uh maybe maybe one level You've never heard her sing in karaoke before. You've never She's heard me good. sing. I have not. This is most definitely Brian, true. Brian, how how did I do on Whitney Houston's "I Will Always Love You"? Oh, you nailed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How hard that is to sing, David. Yeah. Um. Uh, yes, I do actually. You were really good. I wouldn't call it perfect, but you were really good. No. 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 There were there were some pitchy spots. But that's not, that's constructive criticism. That's not. Oh, I don't criticism. care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, the reason why I say it is because I, I, I make more mistakes than you do. <laughs> and I don't have that kind of range. They're not called mistakes. They're called happy little accidents. And that, I mean, all I know is I sang, I sang Sugar that night and, and it was a tiny, tiny room. <laughs> oh man. And I just about killed, killed Rusty. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Which is really funny because because Heather and I are both listening to a song and we're used to this and we know it's coming. We know the part that's coming and we both do this and, and cover our ears. <laughs> and then Chris looks at us weirdly and then Brian hits the note. And Chris is like, ah! <laughs> nice. It's really loud. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> But the best part is Heather and I looked at each other, put our hands over our ears. He's looking at us very confused. And then Brian just destroys his eardrums. It was hilarious. That sounds quite funny. All right. On the next loop around, we're going to ask you to stat rust. There we go. Uh, (laughs) 
What are you doing? There, I'm I'm moving my microphone so it's also in frame to take the focus off what's going on behind me. And there, I've added a pin to my microphone. Oh, okay. Aha! <laughs> I knew I had a good well, one. I was just it, trying to find it. Now it doesn't work because now everybody's staring at what's behind you. <laughs> Because you said it. Well, you know what? They're Patreon. They're patrons, and I will allow them to do that. Your room looks quite nice. (laughs) Yes, I've actually taken some effort into trying to clean it. Yeah, Yeah, I was gonna note it. I was gonna say that it is noticeably cleaner. Mm. Yeah, you can see the outline of the stuff under the blanket. But yeah, um, (laughs) Brian. It's it's um somebody's corpse. God, I hate it you. It looks like a body. I hate you so much. <laughs> All right, now it's my turn. Uh, David. Yes. You gotta stat yourself now. As what? In what setting? In what game? And what stat? No. Or in what? What? Cl- or yeah. Hopefully, it's a setting uh, I know. I've heard of. <laughs> ooh, let's do my favorite, Ravenloft. Ooh, okay. So classic D and D. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um. Honestly, wizard. And it fits your skill set pretty well. Yeah. I mean, tinkerer, maybe uh, artificer, maybe, but yeah. Yeah, artificer sounds pretty good too. Yeah. One of those. It's just something you're like. I need to survive. I need to find a library and learn how to do shit. (laughs) Oh, I don't know how to do that. I need to figure that out. I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) I am the king of. I don't know how to do that. I'm going to learn about it. I do that is a too. Good one. That is a good setting. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, I especially if that it's that too. freaking scary, you're yeah. you're you're working hard to do shit. I yeah. here you, you know on the next. Okay, I have an idea for the tweak, but ask me next. Okay, uh, Brian. Um. Oh shit. Uh. Love crafty and love setting. Oh, uh, like uh, carrying crown or uh, like um, call of Cthulhu. Call of Cthulhu. Oh god. Yeah. Call of Cthulhu. Um, what what well, class are you? I believe I am a um. God, what am I good at? What would it be for that? I'm some kind of researcher, I think. Yeah, that's exactly okay. what I was gonna yeah. say. I was like, you're a researcher of some kind. Yeah. Okay. I, I see that. I think that if I was in Call of Cthulhu, it depends on um the age. If it's like period, I'm probably some kind of journalist or researcher for academia. I would if, I would if, definitely say, do you work for the school paper? Or you work if, for the academy oh, paper? Oh yeah. Yeah. For, oh, so I, I yeah, I'm at Miskatonic and I work Yeah, you you work, work for, for the university paper. paper. Yeah. Yeah. If it's if it's modern Cthulhu, I would be a blogger. I mean, so it's the same kind of thing. Right. Okay. Neat. That's good. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I thought I'd throw you a curveball with no, your, that's your Cthulhu good. in there. That was that's that was good. good. I so all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a curveball at you, Erica. This is a good one. Okay. Um, you're in a classic fantasy setting. Let's say it's um. Let's say it's um, Pathfinder, Verissia, Rise of the Rune Lords thing. But you're you and you know. I'm not familiar with that one. Uh, okay. Um, Pathfinder First Edition. For Pathfinder First Edition. Um, frontier fantasy. You know, there's there's roving monsters in the woods. You know, normal fantasy Pathfinder. But you know it. You know you're mm-hmm. in a game. <laughs> oh, I know I'm in a game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where do you go and what do you do? <laughs> 
I mean, so you get a general idea of what the rules are and what you can accomplish. You know you're a main character. You basically, you went on the, you went on the amusement park ride and you got sucked in. <laughs> I, no, I follow you. I follow you. Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. I with 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 so Pathfinder. You say frontier because I'm not familiar with the like. Okay, picture of standard what? fantasy settings. Um, it's the high fantasy. You know, high fantasy magic's a thing, but you live in a village out in the woods. There's yeah, monsters in the um, woods. D and D probably somewhere in a village outside of Cormier. Yeah, you live in, you live in a in a, in a well in a well off village in the woods. There's yeah, monsters in the woods though. Anyway. Yeah, there's monsters though. There's monsters. Okay. So if I know I'm in a game. Yeah. Yeah. You got on the I'm, Pathfinder amusement park ride and you got sucked in. Like my actual self? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so I can die. Yeah. Okay. That's the question I have. Like if, if I know I'm in a game and I'm, there's no like permanent consequences, I'm probably like going to health potions, but like health potions exist, but yeah. 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 Um, I am probably trying to get together a group of adventurers to go and start killing the beast. But I'm see, like the tracker or something like that. See, that's really good because you know how XP works. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, exactly. I'm just going to magically get abilities if we do shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that goes out there. I'm going to go. I'm going to go hit these ice cream scoops with a stick (laughs) (laughs) exactly so i'd like track whatever it is or or something like that and be like get them guys that is the right answer that's great oh man Uh... all right now i gotta get creative i wasn't prepared for this brian I was not prepared for this. Oh, no, you were prepared to harvest some helpless teenagers. I mean, uh, enjoy some time in the woods in a cabin. Yes. Well, I was also prepared for stats like you were, David. So, I mean, I didn't write them down or anything, but like that's where my mind was. So now I got to get creative. Well, we can do stat stuff, too. That's not that big a deal. It's just well, no, I know that. I'm I, just yeah, like... yeah. I know. I threw monkey wrench and everything. Including your face. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, there is some commotion in my house, so I will be right back. I apologize. All right, David. Now I have time to think. All right. Now that he's not here, we can make fun of him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm gonna throw you. Ask me a question, Bridgekeeper. I'm not afraid. I'm going to throw you in space. Ooh. Who are you and what are you doing? In space, huh? Yeah. In space, I'm honestly probably one of those truckers like on the Nostromo. <laughs> okay. I'm just here to You're get paid, man. Trucker? Yeah, I'm just I'm just here to get They don't pay me enough for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly. Oh, that's funny. Oh. Yeah, I'm man, like crewman number been... four that gets killed in the first 20 minutes. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Because if I was in space, I'd be like, I'd be like the person messing with like all the comms and shit and being like, yeah, being like, yeah, you know, I I would be screwing with some sort of technology somewhere. Oh, yeah. That's probably what I like. I'd want to be on a ship and out there doing stuff. I just knowing me and I, I like a steady. I like the fact that I have a steady job. I like, you know, I like solidity. I like, you know, security. So, yeah. I'd definitely be like a long-term mm. long-haul trucker or something. 
Yeah, I'd probably honestly be doing kind of what I am in real life. I can't say that I yes, never. But, yes, but I you'd never, be doing it in space. Yeah. Wow. What did I miss? Uh, everything. You'll have to listen to it later. Okay. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> I there was yeah. a scammer at my front door. Oh, I hope you uh, I hope you kicked him in the shins. It was roof inspection. I'm like, yeah, I hope I hope you kicked him in the shins. Free roof inspection? I'm like, no. Oh. No, we just we just had yeah. it done, thanks. All right. So that was a really good question, Erica. I'm glad you asked me that. Thank you. All right, I my turn. Pretty good. My turn. Oh, okay. Uh, hmm. <laughs> oh, there we go. All right, Brian. If you were in a low magic setting, like say Conan the Barbarian setting, oh god, I'd fucking die. Um, <laughs> that's a bad place to be. God, I'd probably join the set worshippers. That seems like the best bet, and just stay really far away from Conan. Um, All right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, God, that's a really... I mean, I think my best way to survive is if I could stumble across Red Sonia or Conan in the desert and free them from being tied to a pole or something uh, yes. and be that roguish sidekick. I'd be they, the they, 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 they will look. They will look you in the eye, give you the nod, and you will forever be able to follow them. I would be the fucking <laughs> comic relief in that. That would be me. I would be that freaking Weasley guy that saves Conan from... T- from being tied to the rope and he's hanging from chains in the middle of the desert and I go out there and I'm like I'll let you go if you stay with me oh my god that's amazing that's exactly what would happen I, I mean, it's sort of like oh, if, I, if I end up in that world where did I end up I probably crashed right into the middle of the fucking desert and yeah. I'm like walking through the desert and there's like people hanging from there's corpses hanging from sticks that are and in you, like and, basket things and you see a guy turning a giant wheel for no reason who looks like arnold what do you do it i mean and god forbid you find a village in that in that world (laughs) i I mean the dude who wrote those stories were good friends with hp lovecraft yeah they collaborated i mean conan freaking cthulhu exists in the conan universe it's bad i mean I know people say that you want to talk grimdark, you need to talk 40k, but no, Conan's pretty grimdark. I mean, in the term, like, <laughs> I would probably, like, I would probably, like, if you think in terms of, like, the Mummy movie with Brendan Fraser, mm-hmm. I to survive in the Conan world, I'd basically have to be Benny. Yeah, there's something to be yeah. said for that. I would have all the little symbols hanging on necklaces. <laughs> I'd run into some freaking monster and I'd be holding them all up. <laughs> Whichever one of these works. <laughs> yeah, that, that's good. Yeah, all right. that is a good question. Yeah, that I would be so freaking scared if I figured out where I was. Yeah. <gasps> that's one of those things. It's like knowledge doesn't really help. I mean, knowledge just makes you freak out more. That's a dark setting. Um, yeah. All right. So if, if we're we've gone around the circle a bit, so I'm going to ask David a question. Okay. I'm going to ask David. No, I'm 40- not going to tell. I'm not going to tell you what I told Eric. Forty <laughs> k. Okay. 
<laughs> now, I don't know where you ended up, but where do you think you would? Oh, good God. Uh, more than likely dead, but that's beside the point. <laughs> I mean, uh, I know where I would end up if 40K. I mean, if Brian Luck is a thing, I end up on an orcish ship because whatever they have, I have it. Fair enough. <laughs> there is something to be said for that. And I have a feeling I would end up inside of a uh, ins- inside of one of the Space Marine uh, fighting robots. I can't think of the name of it right now. Oh shit! Is that where you're basically a corpse in a in a robot? Yeah. yeah. It, it's like they they like. I, I can't think of the na- I can't think of the name of the unit. I can't think of the name of the unit. But yeah, it's you're literally your soul is encapsulated. You are the ghost of the machine that makes this thing run. Grimdark you guys, is great. Do you guys want to know a secret? Mm, sure. Secret time. So the secret is I don't know anything about 40K other than how to paint the miniature, miniatures because that's the only thing I have ever done pertaining to that. Nice. You know what I know about like 40K? Half the hobby. Don't tell Anthony, by the way. Everything I learned don't about 40K Anthony. I learned on then this podcast. To, then help to tell me. Everything I know about 40K. Oh, not much. So, so not, not all that much. Okay, no, gotcha. No, I, I just know that I'd probably end up on an Orca ship. I'd be like, I'd be like holding on to the outside of the ship and it's like, how is he surviving? And it's like, I don't know. Uh, one, of, one of my favorite things, one of my favorite things ever about all the Orcish things is one of the Orcish codexes that literally said, uh, Orcish contraptions are painted red because because they're painted red, they need to go. They only go because they are painted red. There is no other reason why this should work. <laughs> That's funny. Your turn, David. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Erica, Star Wars universe. Oh, hmm. You get plopped down in the middle of uh, the middle of Coruscant. Is it D twenty Saga or um uh, D twenty Fuck Saga? Flight. Yeah, Fuck Saga. D twenty <laughs> Saga. Saga was the fourth edition of the Star Wars games. Or D six. D six was actually a really good game. It was a lot of fun. Pick a planet. I. Yeah. Well, he said Coruscant. Yeah, oh, you, Coruscant? you get stuck on Coruscant. We'll go after the fall of the Empire, so the New Republic is a thing. What level of Coruscant is she on? Well, she's not a... Okay, she gets dropped off in one of the touristy areas. Oh, okay. So I would have to say I would be a Force-sensitive. I wouldn't be a Jedi, but I would be okay. a Force-sensitive. Okay. Um, I can dig it. That, 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 I don't that, know what that race flies. I would be. That, you would have yeah. had to hide from the Purge. Yeah, because, I mean, just in life, I get weird natural tuition, like, intuitions. So, I'm, I'd am i have to say, in that universe, I, I would probably be a Force-sensitive. All right. That's probably the boring answer, but <laughs> it's the only I mean, it's the only one I can really think of because, I mean, like as a career, I'd be like doing like something to do with like technology and communications and something like that. I mean, it's just what I know the best. So, but like, yeah. Oh, which, um, which era was this? Uh, New Republic uh, after the fall oh, of the okay. Empire. Okay. Before the New Jedi Order, but after the fall of the Empire. Um, before the Yuuzhan Vong invasion? Yes, that's okay. the New Jedi Order. Again, none of this is canon anymore. Yeah. Fuck you, Disney. <laughs> Some of it is. Not all of it. Not is. much. Of it is. Not much. 
<laughs> you know, I don't, I'm not angry about Disney with Star Wars. You know, I'm only angry about one movie that they've done so far. And and I get where they're coming from. They bought the world and now they want to tell different stories. And it's hard to stay in canon when now you're wanting to tell different stories. It's like it's like their version of what if but for Star Wars. That's how I've been treating them. I've been treating the new ones as like the the new the, the Star Trek the, the new Star Trek movies of the uh, Star Wars universe. It's like yeah, they're neat and all, yeah. but they're not they're nowhere near on par of like Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Okay, I got one, and this one's actually for both of you. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Um. You heard that laugh, right? No, this one's actually. I think this this will be fun. You're in the Dresden world. Oh God! Yay! I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> Brian's like, I well, got there this are one. two options. If you if so, we know we're there. We know we're in the Dresden world. We have two options. One, we stay away from Harry. Two, we find him. I mean, both no, are good. No, your characters in the world. You don't know that you're. Oh, we don't know in that the, we're like, in the world. Okay, if we don't, don't know, know in the world. I I learned how to do that werewolf magic. Mm. That sounds like fun. What about you, David? It does actually kind of sound like fun. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Be a werewolf, or you'll be wearing the werewolf belt. No, I'm gonna be a werewolf. I'm gonna be a. I uh, what is, what is it called that Billy and all them do? Is it just being a werewolf? Uh, Lugaru or whatever they call. Lugaru is a whole different yeah. thing. That's, I'm that. thinking That's something else. That's a whole different. Thing. Yeah, I'm thinking something else. Uh, I don't know. If anything, I probably would have. Uh, I, I'd probably get involved with the vampire courts in one one form or another. I gotta know why, David. Huh? Because I'm why. because I'm easily influenced and have issues. <laughs> <laughs> Which okay. court? Fair enough. I'm not sure. I mean, white court has its has its its uh, its appeal, but uh, mean, black court could be fun I mean, too. I mean, you're a big yeah, exactly. Black court could be fun too, but <laughs> I don't know. White, white court always seemed appealing. I, I wonder why. <laughs> Super hot chicks. That's I mean, why. Duh. I, I, you know, in I really Super out of all the characters in the Dresden Files, I relate to the wolves the best because they're like us. They're super nerdy. I imagine them. They have a podcast. Mm. They have to have. Oh, a I'm podcast. sure. And so, they would be a lot of fun to hang out with. Don't get yeah. me wrong. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a lot of situation thing, situational things that has to happen for me to become one of the wolves. Um, and she's drinking that booze fast. I mean, we're main characters, so I'm either going to be a werewolf or I'm going to be um, a warlock. I know. <laughs> what about you, Erica? This uh, isn't my question, but I have to add, I have to bounce your question yeah. back at you. Oh, can I bounce it back at me? Yeah, come on, your turn. We shift that spotlight around. <laughs> so part of me goes, I'd probably be on Nicodemus's team. Um, you'd, you'd be one of the Denarians. Interesting. Yeah I'd, yeah, I'd probably be a denarian. Which coin? Uh, you know they mention all the other ones, but they really spend a lot of time with Lashiel. I'd say Lashiel. Okay, interesting. Like that's the one I think I I know the most, so that'd probably be that one. Wow. <laughs> all right. What? What's wrong with being a denarian? Nothing. Not a thing. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's wow. That got dark really okay, quick. Do, do you need do you, you need to know my reasons, I assume. So Sure. <laughs> uh, 
You're gonna well, murder they... people. I mean, they all do eventually. Yeah, you're so, gonna murder people. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to be a thug? You want to be a bad guy? You want to be a murderer? We'll all be a murderer, please. Oh, we end up being all of those. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. The answer hold on, is yes. <laughs> so to me, there's something more appealing about an eternal fight. Then there is like just the stuff that happens with like Harry and stuff like that. So the eternal fight between Nicodemus and the swords seems really cool. And then I think about, you know, well, which side of the coin do I want to be on? Well, I certainly uh, don't want to be a mortal that can die. Whoa. So therefore, I would want to be a super powerful demon in a coin. Well, you know, it plays into my it plays into my roles because like I said, you are a main character. So you're either going to be a villain or a hero. So it could go either way. You could you could be you could you could end up making some kind of deal with Lashiel, or maybe even convincing Lashiel to change, like Harry did. Or no, you no, could no, just I'm embrace. That's oh. what you, I'm no, Lashiel. you gotta be you. Yeah, you, you just have the you're coin. You that picked up Lash's oh, coin. Oh, okay, then. Yes. All right, fine. <laughs> you gotta be you. Fine. That was the rule. I missed it. Fine, whatever. I just none of really us cool said. Well, I'll be Harry. Well, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be Harry. Even if we were playing that game, we don't want to be. Harry. I don't want to be Harry. I probably no. look no. the most like Harry right now. I push you to the front and yeah. start slowly backing away, going, "Where's Butters? I look like Butters." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. hey, he's a Jedi yeah, now. No, I would, I would pick up Lashiel's coin. There we go. Okay, I, I would be evil and murder people. So, okay, so if Brian Luck is real, so I can't answer this question. My friends have to answer this question for me. If Brian Luck is real and I'm in the Dresden Files universe, who do I end up with? Who do like I end up interacting with? Because I would think it would end up being Knights of the Cross because they always seem to end up where they're needed. Yeah, but, I definitely see that. But I also picture yeah. you like stepping off a curb and suddenly bumping into Harry when he's in the middle of something and all of a sudden you're along for the ride. I, You know, or Johnny Marcone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, jo or you know, so suddenly you're thrust in the middle of a situation and Johnny Marcone is happens to be I'm, orchestrating I'm things. I'm probably the dude who accidentally trips Hendrix when Hendrix is about to go after Harry. <laughs> you're the NPC that walks by? No, no. You're the guy in judo class that Murphy beats the shit out of while Harry's watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so in the Dresden Files universe, I'm a cop. <laughs> uh, a trainee. Alright, so I got a twist on the questions. This is good. Uh, but <laughs> instead of asking this as a group question, I'm going to ask this as an individual question. So um, let's go Erica first. This will be go to go to both of you, but one at a time. Erica. So it is a group question because only one of us can answer at a time. So this is a scenario. The three of us, the three of us have okay. some kind of extra dimensional portal accident and we end up in, um, let me pick a world. Um, any, um, I have to pick Dinosaurs. one you're familiar with. Well, it's got to be a role-playing game. That was the point. Um, I am I am sure there is a role-playing game about being in the Jurassic world. You've got to be kidding me. Well, okay. uh, there's the there's Jurassic Park, the role-playing game, Forgotten but that's... Realms. Uh... <laughs> Forgotten Realms, the jungles of Cholt. The there three of us end up in the jungles of Cholt. It's basically the lost world. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so what do we, I mean, we're together. What do we end up doing? How do we survive? What class levels do we get? What are we doing? Besides making fort saves against malaria? I mean, we could probably figure out <laughs> yeah. that we're in a role-playing game eventually, but my, my guess is, is we're not gonna because we're in a fucking jungle with dinosaurs. So well, with I- our starting class? <laughs> yeah. I mean, let, let's say uh, let's say we survive the jungle and we end up in some kind of village or something. What do we end up doing? What is our class? I mean, we're obviously probably some kind of adventuring party, but I I, I think we handle this gonna, differently because none of us are like martial characters. I know how to use a sword, oh, no. but I've never done it practically. <laughs> you go first. No, I, I'd find the local witch doctor and become a witch doctor. I know how to use a bow. Ooh. <laughs> you you mentioned that you know how to use a staff a little bit too, don't you? Yeah, like I have a I have a full I have a full quarter staff. I also know how to fire a a, a, a recurve bow. Well, you know, once we had some downtime, that would be my goal for us to all hone up and get our skills a little sharper. <laughs> Perry, Perry, thrust, thrust, good. But yeah, I like your witch doctor idea. That's good. I, I I would probably not tag along to do that primarily. I'd probably drop by just to make sure I have remedies for diseases and stuff. I mean, once we figure out we're in Cholt, I would probably think we were going to be okay because, you know, it's a role-playing game and we're probably not NPCs. You said we had to be main characters, so we have to yeah. be adventurers. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not too worried about us just dying of a disease right away because that's a mean GM. I don't know. Some of those uh, disease DCs are, are tough. I mean, I've got a pretty good con score, but I don't know about you guys. I'm pretty sure I've got at least a 14 con. <laughs> it really depends. If we're in first edition, Jungles of Cholt, we're fucked. Well, I mean... <laughs> because then it's just the dice that kill you. <laughs> To be fair, that was like everywhere in for, in first edition. So yeah. it wasn't just the jungles. When <laughs> sticks to snakes was one of the most dangerous spells in the game. <laughs> oh my god! Fuck you. It's true. <laughs> it was know. one of the most dangerous spells. I in know. The game. I know. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, there aren't, isn't really a class for witch doctor. What class would that be? Oh, in Pathfinder, there is. Is it a look? Is there? Yeah, they oh, made a witch doctor. I would doctor. assume that a witch doctor would probably be. I mean, we're in Forgotten Realms, fifth edition. It's, it was. It was part kind of a cleric or wizard. It was in the. Class. It was in the occultists. Uh, the occult book. Shaman. Mm. Yeah, shaman. They're I witch mean, doctor. In most role playing games, shamans are just reskilled, reskinned clerics. Are you saying it that way on purpose, or shaman? Yes, shaman. Shaman. Shaw. Shaman. Shaw. Ah, oh, deep back in the throat. There you go. I solved it. <laughs> What's wrong with how I'm pronouncing it? It's wrong, and it sounds bad to my ear. Go ahead okay. and continue however you want to. I'm just going to ridicule you yeah, for it. Okay. I'm if I say sure shaman, it, it sounds shaman. like I'm talking about toilet paper. No, that's Charmin. Shaman. Oh my God. <laughs> you're, you're from New York, ain't you? <laughs> Oh my god, you guys are ridiculous. Uh, and that is the tavern conversation. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> As I drink my pint angrily. Do you have any arguments about how it would be different if we ended up in 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 Cholt or I, I just picked Cholt randomly because we talked about fantasy. 
And then I said dinosaurs. Yeah, mostly because you said dinosaurs. I mean, unfortunately, if we got like dropped into water deep, the first thing we'd be is robbed, and then we'd be. Uh... <laughs> it depends on which part. Waterdeep's pretty diverse. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, that's true. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but there almost all of my campaigns were based in the same city. I think it was West Marches. Oh, West Marches. Okay, that's a um, yeah. That's like in it's it's south of Cormier. Yeah. I don't know, I, I, like, the... I like roguey, roguey, see the yeah. pants cities. Yeah, it's up there with like Baldur's Gate. All kinds of shit goes down at Baldur's Gate. In um in Pathfinder, it's like Dagger Mark would be yeah. that kind of thing, or Riddleport. Um, Riddleport definitely. Um, the Ooh. undersigns of uh, uh, what's the name of the city with known for the the, the known for the golems, Marrow. No, uh, if that stupid bridge that they mine stone out of. Come on, Brian, help me here. Big city known for golems. Uh, Magnamar. Yes, that's golems. the one. Mag Magnamar. That's no, the one. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Magnamar has. Golems. Yeah, Magnamar. That's the one. Karamaga has golems too, but Magnamar is the. No, Magnamar is the one. The Magnamar is the one I'm thinking of. No, Magnamar is the one. Does yeah, Magnamar has I, the Eurospan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Eurospan. What, Erica? I thought of one. Okay. I thought of one. Go ahead. For the whole group. Go for it. So, did you guys uh, see the re-release of Diablo 2? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What, what Diablo 2 character would you be? Necromancer. Druid. We both pick companion characters without hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a mage. I just want to walk around oh. and have that little vine thing following me around. Oh, that's pretty cool. Awesome. <laughs> I was just wondering. I was watching uh, Bintech play last night because I haven't. I'm been lazy. I haven't downloaded it yet. Um, so, but I was watching him play last night, and man, was it a nostalgia trick! It like I loved it. Loved How it. How were the graphic I'm improvements? So I haven't seen anything. So good. It lets you toggle back and forth between the original graphics and your own. It's like tab or something like that. You can toggle back and forth. Um, and it's huge. It's a huge improvement. The videos look amazing. They redid so. the cinematics. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Well, they updated them a little bit. I don't think they completely redid them. They just touched them. I was saying, if they changed the engine at all, they would have had to redo them all. So, yeah. Well, maybe. All I know is it looks really good. Neat. I'll have to get that at some point. Yeah, but... Yeah, I don't know. There's always just something fun about raising a blood golem and then beating people to death with it. I was telling, um, <laughs> I was telling um, David that I've been playing Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous. Before we started recording, I was talking about this. It's awesome. It's oh, yeah? awesome. It's one of the best CRPGs I've ever played. I'm really liking it. Oh. And from what I've oh, heard, it's much better than yes. Baldur's Gate Three. What do you mean CRPG? Computer RPG. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Instead of tabletop so, like, RPG. Never no, I got, I got you. Yeah. I got you. I understood. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that um, um, the Over Public was going to get remade. I haven't yes. looked into it, yes. but I heard they were doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kotar is going to get remade, which is good. Because you know what's really funny is I, um, I remembered loving the game so much. And I was like, it was so much fun. I really loved playing it. I and quit it WoW like, for two months when Sotor came out. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, um, I was I was on the Steam or something like that. And I was like, oh, it's like five bucks or something. I was like, okay, I'm going to download it. I love this game. And then I tried playing it again. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, wow, my standards have really risen. The story itself <laughs> and everything is really good, but the graphics and the interface. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Okay, if something like this came out now, I'd be like, what? Wait, you're no, talking about you're talking about KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic? Yeah. I'm talking about the MMO, Star Wars, The Old Republic. They're remaking I thought, no, that. I heard, I heard, I heard I've heard they were remaking. Oh, okay. Maybe I got maybe I heard wrong then. Because like I said, I haven't looked it up. I just I heard I heard about it. So all right, maybe they are redoing Kotor then. Because Kotor was really good. Yeah. The story in it was amazing. I played that's actually one of the games I've actually finished and actually played through several times. <laughs> yeah, me as well. And that's why I was like when I when I re-downloaded it, I was like, Oh my god, wow. I I first time playing it, I didn't see the twist coming, honestly. <laughs> I don't think I did either. I had no I idea. I don't, it, oh, holy shit. All right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of, so I, sometimes in movies, like I can call twists. Sometimes, yeah. But. Like in the first, like 20 minutes. Well, mo- most movies, it's really hard for like, like for me to get like oh, yeah. surprised. Oh, yeah. So like, um, what's that Leonardo DiCaprio Island one? What's it called? Oh, Shutter Island. Shutter Island. That one actually surprised me. I didn't see that one coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I watched that what was that movie that I suggested, Brian, that you said you hated in the chat? I don't remember. I don't with either. Tom Cruise, Oblivion. Oh, I didn't like is that what that. it's called. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, I actually did like it. I thought it was a really cool concept. But um that one I called in the first twenty minutes. Like the very the first twenty minutes of the movie, I went, Oh, this is what's happening. And Chris was like, That's not what's happening. You don't know that. Da, 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 da. And then we get to the end of the movie and he goes, How did you know that? And I'm like, Yeah, I just had a feeling. You all see the Tom Cruise movie Vanilla Sky? Yes. I yes. I turned to my friend and went, Don't I, I bet you it ends up being like he's in cryogenic suspension or something. <laughs> and I was so shocked because I was joking. <laughs> that's amazing holy shit had, had that been me i'd have been like all right you read that somewhere what no fuck? i was so surprised i was like i was kidding i thought that was a stupid idea <laughs> um terminator salvation i think it was uh the one where they went forward in time and the guy doesn't know he's a terminator Oh, I liked. It I was during the war. Yeah, oh god, that movie was so dumb. Then they telegraphed the whole the whole heart thing like half an hour into the movie. <laughs> I didn't care. I liked it. I oh it god, fun. I literally looked at my buddy and went, "He's gonna be giving his heart to John Connor by the end of this." I actually liked Genesis too, but I didn't see the. I don't care that I'm spoiling this movie. It wasn't very good. <laughs> I didn't see the um, Terminator Three or Terminator. Yeah, the Three was good. Dark something. What? The new one that had Linda Hamilton in it. The one that just. Came oh, out. like Terminator Seven or whatever it was. Well, no, it they they it's, Ri- it's rise of the 3. rise of the it end erases, of the machine. It erases or? Terminator Three from the canon. Which I think is stupid, but okay. Yeah. I actually liked the original Terminator I, I Three. It was Terminator fun. Terminator Three was okay. I thought it, it was got fun. Silly. It was fun. It got very silly, it but it was movie. fun. <laughs> I, I don't think that made it a bad movie. It was I don't great. either. I I was going to... You gonna, know how many Terminator movies I've seen? One. The first one. Yeah. I was going to... Um, Terminator ask, 2... No, 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 no. Terminator 2 is, in my opinion, the best sequel ever made. And I'm including Return of the... Or The Empire Strikes Back in that list. I think Terminator 2 is a better sequel. Mm. 
It is an amazing movie. Okay. I thought Back yeah. to the Future 2 is right up That's there. That's also right up there. Those are like the three the three trilogies where the second movie is arguably the best one of all of all of them. Um so yeah, if Troll, you get a chance, I highly suggest you get a chance to watch that. Troll 2. Yeah. Much oh my god. <laughs> I it was so funny. I was mentioning um I was mentioning Troll 2 to a friend and he's like I've never seen I've never heard of that before and um he mentioned podcasts to me. Um stuff to blow your mind and I I was like, "Oh, I've listened I love to that, that before. Podcast. I haven't listened to that in a while." And I listened to it and their latest episodes on Troll 2. Mm. <laughs> nice. Um either of you know anything about Shadowrun? Nope. Yes, I prepped to play a game that I never played. I mean, you yeah. you've you've read Neuromancer, haven't you, David? I thought you've read. Neuromancer. It's been a long time. Yeah. I read that back in college. It's been a long time. Um, I you know it's it's going to get dangerously off topic, but I want to plug a book right now. So in our little group chat, Erica recommended that we all read Project Hail Mary. Holy shit, that mm-hmm. book is good. Right? All I right. just yeah. want to plug it. I don't all know right. if I told you, David. I read Red Shirts. I don't think Andy Weir needs to be good. plugged. <laughs> but yeah, Project Hail Mary was great. It was better than The Martian. Wow, that's high praise. Yeah. The Martian's a really good book. I'll, have to, I'll actually have to read this. Okay. I, I thought was, his follow-up to The Martian. I'll buy a copy. I'll actually buy a copy then. I thought his follow-up to The Martian was um, okay. It was good. It was exciting. Artemis? I liked Artemis. I thought it was good. Hmm. I didn't I think it was, it was the best book ever, but I thought it was good. I thought it was fun. No, no, it didn't have. It didn't have. I mean, it had science, and don't get me wrong. He he's he nails that stuff so well, and I think that's why his books are so popular. To be honest, he he tells a compelling story, but his his science is there. Like the yeah. theories are there. He doesn't you know, shy away like from the hard parts of the topics. I exactly. when I read like, Artemis, magic, we figured it out. When I read Artemis, I believed that there could be a city on the moon. I really did. I well, there will it. be at some point. We're yeah. getting there. We're not there yet, but we'll get there. <laughs> it might take another 50 years, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed Artemis. Um, Actually, the Artemis program it, that's currently... Sorry, I, I, I don't mean to interrupt. The Artemis program that's currently going is we're taking uh, Boots on the Moon 2024. We're going back to the moon. Sorry, Erica, please continue. I apologize. Um, I was just saying what I liked about it is because it was so much different than the Martian. So where Project Hail Mary and the Martian are kind of similar in, in some aspects, right, Brian? You could agree with me on that? Oh, yeah. Stuff yeah. Away? The, um, Project Hail Mary was very similar to the Martian. What I liked most about the Martian is that he he stayed in the same realm. We'll still, we're still talking about space. <laughs> But he did something different. It was a different character with a different set of issues, with a different set of responsibilities, if you will, and a different um, character development than you see in both The Martian and even more so in Hail Mary. So that's what I liked about it, is that it was a caper on the moon. And that was something completely different with a completely different type of character. So Project Hail I like Mary. all three of them. Project Hail Mary is actually a movie that is currently in production, and it's going to be starring nice. Ryan Gosling. Hey. Oh, I don't know about that. I like Ryan Gosling, but hmm. I, I don't if imagine. If it comes out done anywhere near as well as The Martian was, it'll be great. 
I I I kept on picturing the character looking like Matt Damon while I was reading it. <laughs> because it's the you know same kind I of voice. Pictured? Who? Do you, do you know who I pictured? Um Paul Rudd. Yeah, I could picture that. Because he was genuine enough, normal guy enough, but smart enough that it made it work in the book. He w- he was not like the best scientist and he wasn't the dumbest guy. He was just, just like your average kind of guy. And I, I could see that being, I think Paul Rudd would be great for that. Yeah, especially some Gaslight. of the more vulnerable moments in the book. I think he'd be very good at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the funny ones. I've never really seen Ryan Gosling be funny. And Hail Mary is really funny. So to take this back on topic, I'm going to no, ask... No, no, stop it. I'm going to ask you no, no, both no. a question. Answer, answer my question. What was answer the question? Answer my question. What was the question? I don't remember. Have you ever seen Ryan Gosling be funny? That was my question. Yeah, and the nice guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was in that, and I really liked that movie. Yeah, yeah. that's right. God, I forgot about that. I really, really like that movie. That's one of my like favorite can watch it all the time movies. Uh, okay, yeah, I guess he is kind of funny in that one. I never really thought about that. But yes, okay, right, well, I take it back. To get us back on track, why don't we look at the outline that Brian prepared? Okay, so according to the outline, the question I'm asking right now <laughs> is, um, what, David, what would your best stat and worst stat be in D&D? Well, my worst stat is dexterity. And my best stat would probably be intelligence. Like, I'm not maxed out in it, but I'm definitely... I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I am not dumb. <laughs> I, I, know a, I know a little bit about a lot of things. <laughs> I don't think... I think you would have an above-average charisma, too. Mm, possibly. I think you would. Because I've, you know, I've always enjoyed chatting with you at cons. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, I always do try and put up to put the best the best foot forward when I can. What about so, you, Erica? Yeah. Um, I would say my best stat would be wisdom, and my worst stat would be constitution. Because just getting too hot makes me throw up. Mm. So. To be fair, it does that for everyone. Your just threshold for it is lower than some. Because <laughs> everybody throws no, up no, when no, they get no, too no, hot. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no this, this, this is what I'm talking about. So, like, my normal temperature is, like, 97.8 or 9. Like, my standard temperature. I'm cooler than most people. Okay. So... So it can like get just a little hot, yeah. just like like 76 degrees. And I'm like sweating and nauseous and like, yeah, like I was, As I, see, I, was sitting- I, I, I get that. What I said is still true. Your threshold for it, though, is just down here. When mine is a little bit higher, because I run yeah. hot naturally. I I run I run a, a ninety nine point two average ish, and oh. it's oh it sucks. I'm always hot. I'm hot all the time. I hate it. But yeah, I was out in one hundred and five degree heat in someone's backyard with a shade with a just a simple tarp for shade, and yeah, I had to leave because I threw up because I wasn't feeling well. It was too damn hot. <laughs> When I was visiting Brian, I got overheated and I was like laying on the couch completely useless. And yeah. I was like, I'm starting to feel real nauseous. So, I was like, right. I was like, Heather, do you guys have an ice pack? And she's like, maybe Brian. And Brian's like, I have a bag of peas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that works, on a pin- that works on a pinch. 
It worked very, very well. It actually, because I have ice packs and stuff, but this worked so well that uh, when I got back home, I bought some peas to put in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Not planning on reusing them as ice packs all the time, but just in case. So, mm-hmm. like, my family doesn't eat peas. I'm the only person that eats peas. Right. Well, okay, Amelia eats peas. She's right behind me. But, ah. Yeah. So, anyways, she eats peas, I guess. But we're for everybody. I know she's giving me bunny ears or something. No, I I held this up for. Oh, (laughs) she can't read it. Oh, Uncle Brian says love you first. (laughs) 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 No, the podcast is not over. You may exit now. I was going to ask you what you were drawing, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) I saw Amelia moving back there, and I got it ready quick. Oh, that's good. Um, but anyway, so now I nobody in my house really eats peas. I can't make them for everybody. So they're mm. they're basically sitting in my freezer because it was so effective. Emergency ice pack. Brian, how about you? Um, well, apparently my wisdom I is I love how nobody because... argued about my wisdom. That's no, funny. I, I'm like, I oh, agree. Okay. Apparently my wisdom is decent because I, you know, I know about the emergency ice pack thing. But, but your dexterity is low because you whack yourself in the face of trees. I actually, <laughs> I am very well coordinated. And I know things. that's why I was joking. Jesus, it's so. I mean, I think I am one of those people that the GM has to invent stats for. Like, there has to be some kind of ADD system. There has to be some kind of auditory dysfunction system. Oh my god! Um, I have to have a luck score for sure because it can go either way it's basically like if you roll a 10 or higher something great happens if you roll below 10 nothing happens unless you roll a natural one and then it's crazy shit i think it's more no i think i think it's more like every time you would have to make a roll for something you roll a d100 on a 100 something miraculous happens and you're pretty good at rolling that that triple zero You know, and then in reality, it's more like a coin every time I leave the house. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Um, I think that my best score is probably with you is intelligence. I work in tech. Um, and then I have a decent wisdom score because my, I have some levels in tech and I have used those levels to boost my ability scores. And, um, you know, when you've been doing a job for 20 years, there's, there's yeah, no dexterity is definitely my dump stat. (laughs) Um, I would think my dump stat is probably strength. I am not a very strong person. Um, if we were doing D&D, I'd say I have about a, a 14, a 13 or a 14. I, I think I have a decent dex because I can throw a good punch, but it's all hip rotation. I don't have much of an upper body at all. Yeah. Um, my con isn't I great would say because I, I suffer would probably... from pain. I think if you take gender into account, I would probably be at like a 14 for a girl. I'm pretty strong. I can lift pretty heavy stuff. I, I think and I we can should, throw a punch really well. We should all deadlift and do the math and figure out what our scores are. Okay, I can do that. I okay. I don't know if I can even do a deadlift without hurting myself. <laughs> That is part of doing a deadlift is not hurting yourself. So you're talking about the one where you just lift it up and hold it, right? Yeah. Yeah. You try and go for the heaviest you can. 
Yeah, so the last time I did that uh, in CrossFit, I had 225. Yeah, I did about 270 when I was going to the gym several years ago. Uh, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> well, I'm also 430 pounds. I mean, <laughs> Pick I'm, me up, Brian. I'm 6'2", and I'm 430 pounds. Let's dance. Yeah, but that's a lower body because I'm not, like, lifting you over my head. I'm just picking you up off the ground. A deadlift is not lifting it over your head. I no, a deadlift is literally just up to your knees or you're up to yeah. your mid-thigh and then back down. That's a deadlift. Yeah. Are you thinking of mostly like back strength? It's it's mostly thighs, knees, and back. It caps knees and back. Yeah. You got to be real careful to not destroy your back doing it. Because if you give it all your back, your back's gonna go nope. (laughs) Yeah, you can't use just your back. Yeah, no, it's it's the it's 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 your calves, your thighs, and your knees mostly. Yeah, if we're talking like overhead, I can just do the bar. Mm. (laughs) Like like I. I overhead do I was overhead. doing uh, when I was doing full sets on the on the bench I was I was pressing like about 200 but he wasn't trying to kill me cuz I was you know dying from all the cardio I was doing so <laughs> I probably could have done a few sets of more than that but I didn't want to <laughs> Yeah it's so funny we have a weight bench and stuff at our house and um and my brother Dustin gets in there and he like him and Chris lift weights and spot each other on the bench and stuff like that. And when they do particularly well, they both like strut in the living room. <laughs> and Dustin's like, I just I just bench two seventy five. Nice. And Chris is like like yeah. And I'm up to like two fifty and I'm nice. like good for you guys. <laughs> like, do you want a cookie? Like, like, they're just so proud of themselves. They just strut around like little peacocks. It's so cute. I don't know who they're strutting for, but, right. you know. But would you oh. say you have an average constitution or a higher than average constitution? I think I have a higher than average constitution. I probably have a 12 or 14 and gone. Um, I would get sick all the time before the mask mandates. Yeah. Um, and I have celiac, so I have an autoimmune disease. So, so you I actually mean, have a negative con. Your I, con's I like nine. My con is like average, like like nine around germs. I get sick. Like so I said, you I have con. you have a nine. Yeah, your I con have is nine. Con. I have an NPC con. So you know, if we got transported to D and D, I'd probably change into an elf. Like if I got on the <laughs> if I got on the amusement park, the D and D amusement park ride, and got sucked in. Mm. See, I'm a dire dwarf. I'm all torso, so I would just shrink like a foot and a half. What race would you be, Erica? I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna influence this. I'm gonna let you pick. Well, I know what you would pick. You're a normal height. I'm not going to go. I mean, you're not. You're 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 five foot three, which would be a very normal height in many mm-hmm. times. I'm five foot two. <laughs> Even so, five foot two. You would be um, tall. No, I thought you were going to use my um, sprinter comment against me. No, 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 um, no, no. I've gotten way past that since we went hiking and you, your skin turned orange and your hair turned green. You are no longer a oh, dwarf. Yeah. You are now a dwarf. <laughs> I have not. a video of her with, with, with orange skin and green hair. <laughs> you have to send this to me. It's basically Erica just going, fuck you, while I'm going, sing the Oompa Loompa song. Again, you must put this on Facebook. That's the whole video. <laughs> um, what, what would I be? Or at least, at least put it on Patreon that. for the patrons. That sounds amazing. 
Uh, I bet I would be, I bet I'd be an elf too, to be honest, because I have, I have a low con and a good intelligence and a really good wisdom, I would say. Yeah. If we're thinking Forgotten Realms, which kind of Mm -hmm. elf? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm so sorry, guys. Hold on. I, you... Did you? Did Amelia you honestly just say? just said I have a great intelligence. I'm selling myself, and I quote, short. <laughs> <laughs> can was you give her? Intended? Can you give her a high five for me? Was it? Was it pun intended? High five from David. Huh? Did she? Did she mean it the way it sounded? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's. Oh my God. Boom. I am so proud of her. I am so unbelievably proud of her right now. Oh, uh, that was awesome. Yep, she's getting cleverer the older oh, that she was gets. <laughs> uh, cool. See, if it was me, I would have said that by accident, <laughs> and no one would have believed me. <laughs> oh, those, oh, are, th- those, those of our patrons can can tell the hand gestures I make to the camera that uh, that don't get articulated into words. So drink. Do... Yes, I would drink. I would probably be a, uh, there were moon elves, right? Because there were sun elves. There were moon elves and sun elves and high elves. And and, 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 and high elves. <laughs> we have, what, you have um, moon elves, high elves, and Santa's elves. <laughs> there was an old <laughs> Dragon Magazine article where they did that. I saw that. I remember that. That was good. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. All right. So, um. I gotta ask you, Erica, what is Rusty racing class? He gets he he ends up in D and D. He gets on that amusement park ride. What does he end up? Um, he would he would be a tinkerer of some kind. I can't remember. There's no tinker class, is there? Is there like an artificer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matthew would, Mercer created that class in fifth edition specifically for Towson Jaff to play his gunslinger from Pathfinder in fifth edition. So the tinkerer became, or the, the, uh, the artificer became a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he would be an artificer uh, because he is constantly making shit. Weird shit. Nothing I think is helpful. Like I came home the other day and I shit you not. He, so he came home. I was already home. He came home and he got off like super early. It was like one thirty or something like that. Cause he gets paid for the same amount of hours, no matter how many hours they were. And it was a short day for him. So he comes home and I'm working and it's like four 30 goes by. And I finally get out of my last meeting and I'm like looking around the house and I'm like, where is Chris? Like, I'm looking at like the pile of dishes. Nothing's pulled out for dinner. I was thinking like something like that would be happening while I was working because that would be the responsible thing to do. No, no, no. We go the completely opposite direction. I go out into the garage and I go, hey, is everything okay? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he goes, oh, I realized that I messed up making my crossbow. So I started over. He's making a crossbow in the garage. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's an artificer. Yeah. Yeah, he's an artificer, and I would say he would be human. I, I would agree with you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's probably the most human person I know. So what you're saying then is your children are half-elves. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess my children are half-elves. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we go off personality. Rowan probably turns into, like, a fairy dragon or something. <laughs> mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, Rowan, Rowan would turn into like a. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Like the, was... the half elf that was like. Oh, where does this cave go? The Underdark, you say? Hey, cousin. Like, that would be Rowan. She'd be like, what? How much trouble can I possibly get in? Let us count the ways. If Heather, that would if, be Rowan. If Heather got, if my wife got sucked into a D&D, she would be an accountant. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Book, bookkeepers are a thing, no matter where yeah. you go. They will always have work. That's true. <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, Amelia wants to know what she would be, Brian. Since I picked Rowan, you get to pick Amelia. Amelia, well, she's obviously a half elf. Um, well, you have and, to be a half elf. And her her class. Well, yeah. Well, I think she's a half elf, but she's also a changeling. Oh, you're a changeling half elf. Why yeah. is she a changeling? Um, because her mother is a witch. Oh, because I'm also a witch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even though you got sucked into d and I mean, that's still a true thing. So, <laughs> and um, I think for class, um, mm-hmm. oh, super rogue, like, like majorly rogue, like, and like the rogue with a really high charisma with lots of ranks and bluff. Oh, the, bl- oh, the bluff rogue. Okay. Yeah. The yeah, one that like rogue. alters reality with bluffing and, um, you alter reality with bluffing. Yeah. Yeah. She can be, which is really funny because she's like, she really can except with me. And I think it annoys her that she can't BS me. Well, that's like, just because you, ha- she- you have an ungodly high sense motive. And the hacks on her that te- that yeah. gives you feedback on anything she says. I do have an incredibly high sense motive. Yeah, because she's she's so funny. She she thinks she's getting away with something, and like I just let it go and I don't say anything about it because you're a parent. You get to pick your battles, and then later I'll casually mention whatever it was she wasn't supposed to be doing to her, and she'd be like. Uh, it- <laughs> How did you know that? Yeah. Uh, that's what you tell I, her. I, that's because you're a witch. She's really arty. Because I'm so, a witch. You know, she might end up with blo- with bard levels. I mean, it could go in a lot of different directions. It really, you know, um, you know, in the in the D and D that we're running out of time, but I have to ask this question, and this is a quick one. In the D and D cartoon, mm-hmm. each character got a magical item that was sort of like their personality. <laughs> you get on that roller coaster and you end up in the D&D world. What's your item, David? Oh, that's funny. Um, oh, God, that's a good question. I think it's a big-ass shield. I don't know why. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. It's either that or a bag of holding, one of the two. Just because I have so much crap. And you might not know this, but whenever I go to con, that backpack I've got on, I've got power cords. I've got, I've got everything. It's my, ba- <laughs> it's, it's my bag of holding. It's everything I could ever need at a con is in there. <laughs> what about I had you, a purse. I had a purse once uh, that was a bag of holding purse. Mm. It was just like a big bag that had pockets inside mm-hmm. of pockets inside of pockets. And yeah. actually had bag of holding stamped on the yeah. side of it. Yeah, I actually have one of those uh, messenger bags. It's a bag of holding. From Think oh, Geek, from Think Geek before they went under. Yes, it was Think Geek. Yeah. Um, what my magical? 
Mm, probably probably a ring i'm always wearing rings like i have lots of rings well, what would your magic really ring do it's an invisibility ring she always had probably. one F- fair enough She's managed to get one anytime we played D. fair enough <laughs> uh, he's also small so it's very easy for her to just like disappear from sight like I I don't have the best peripheral vision. So you get behind me, I can't see you. It, it's so really, suddenly you're it's gone. Really, it's really just a normal <laughs> ring. It's really just a normal ring. It's just what she uses to make her bluff check to hide. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to put my ring of invisibility on. <laughs> What's really, That's amazing. really funny about that is in life, I'm naturally like that. Like I'm like a ninja. Like multiple people have said that. Like they turn around and I'm just there, Brian. You've done that. You've almost smacked me in the face with your elbow before. Oh yeah. Like I just like quiet. I've been just really quiet as I move, so like people never know I'm there. So yeah, it'd be an invisibility rig. Um, if I'm gonna answer my own question, um, it's a rod of wonder. Just going on the Brian Luck theme. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yes. Every now and then it blows bubbles, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, the dragon becomes a tiny little rabbit hopping away. <laughs> I My first GM took that to the next level. We were playing second edition D&D, and he gave us a wand that whenever we used it, it he rolled on the wild magic search chart. Interesting. Like the D100 oh. chart. Yeah. Like it was wild crazy. magic. Yeah. Some of those are bad. Like, game ending bad. <laughs> <laughs> that D100 list is mean and some of those could just wreck you <laughs> the 2nd edition one I don't think is as punishing as the 5th edition no the 5th edition one is fucking mean <laughs> the 2nd edition one is kind of fun because there is some stuff that could be deadly like it'll summon something but the 5th the edition one will actually just kill you there's a couple of them that you just die <laughs> So there we are for time. I had a lot of fun mm-hmm. talking about this topic. I mean, we didn't do it as formulaic as I originally thought. I wanted it to be a little bit more Well, that's what happens when you don't provide an outline, jackass. Did you guys have fun talking about this? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I have been Super Vicky sure. Brian, and I was joined by Kirstie Smurferica. Bye. Dead Mouth 5. <laughs> Goodbye, nurse. <laughs> <laughs> And this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Stay Amelia, awesome. come say goodbye. Brian, then cut her off. Amelia, come say goodbye. Goodbye.